Hey, how's it going, everybody? It's R.C. Maxfield here for the Back to 12 podcast. And if you're watching on YouTube and well, even on Spotify, I um, am not the only man here. And that is not Lyle. No, that is Todrick Gocher. He was he's probably not going to like me saying this, but he's a goat in my book when it comes down to <laughs> Tech men's basketball. I know he's a humble guy, just like Lyle, but he's a Romanian Cup winner. He won't say it, but he was a key part of that team going there. 18-6-5 and five to win that. Truly one of the nicest guys I've ever met when it comes to Texas Tech athletics and men's basketball. And then um, I, I didn't tell him I was going to say this, but I have to say it. In my opinion, he is truly one of the one or two guys from a player perspective that I think turned around Texas Tech men's basketball to where they got today. So, Mr. Todger Gosher, my guy, how you doing, man? Man, all good, man. I appreciate it. Appreciate the intro. That was special. Uh I don't like to take credit for none of it, but, man, I'm glad where we are today in the Texas Tech program, so I appreciate it. Man, you I, I remember the first time I met you. I, I'm sure you don't remember this, and that's totally okay. Um, I, I mean, you remember playing in those days where there was not very many students, right? Mm -hmm. But before Raider Riot, there was yeah. this, like – like seven or eight students that went to all the home games and whatnot. And then we yeah. got to meet you, G, Vanetti, and all these guys. And I can remember, I was like, man, that's just a good dude right there. But like, it was before those days <laughs> where like, you were building it up with Tubby. And we're going to talk right. about that too. But Perfect. it was just, it's kind of surreal seeing from the outsider's perspective, you know, hey, NBA, sometimes it doesn't work out. But that doesn't mean, I think a lot of kids um, get it twisted like, just because you don't make it to the NBA doesn't mean you can't be a really, really good professional basketball player. And I think you're a prime example of that, my guy. So um, we're going to talk about TBT, obviously, yeah, and sure. then going to get your thoughts about Grant McCaslin. Um, and then we're going to have a little bit of fun because I think sometimes these interviews are a little bit too serious. If I'm being <laughs> um, But, man, Ike, first and foremost, you're in Lubbock getting to work out, going into the Womble and everything, you get that call from Andrew. Mm -hmm. What's that like, man? Man, as soon as I got that call, I was like, are you sure you want to pick me, man? You know, because <laughs> I'm, I'm a little older than these guys that went to the national championship and, you know, things like this. I, in, in their eyes, I'm considered a veteran. So they call me vet on the court and things <laughs> like that, which is I appreciate it now. But it was just a surreal feeling to – put on a Texas Tech jersey again uh, in practice. So can't wait for the game Wednesday, but it's amazing. Yeah, what's that like? Like, again, you – I mean, and rightfully so. You don't expect one of these things to come to Lubbock, but your last time on the floor as a Red Raider there at the USA, you were like, all right, this is the last time I wear a Texas Tech jersey. <laughs> and now you get a second opportunity as an Air mm -hmm. Raider to represent Texas Tech on a national scale, like – you saw how Texas Tech fans show out all the time at the USA, but even for the TBT as well. Mm. What's it going to be like going into the USA and getting almost like a second opportunity as a Red Raider um, in an environment that I'm sure is just going to be absolutely bonkers there at the USA? Man, I think it, it'll be special. I mean, I, when I was practicing on the Womble, I was just looking around, you know, being in a moment, uh, I mean, obviously in college, you take some things for granted. Obviously, we didn't have the Wumble, but just being in there practicing was great. So I can't imagine the USA. I'll probably get chills just walking out and, you know, that. I mean, I, I can't wait for that moment just in warm-ups. I might miss a couple of layups 
because I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm still trying to take in the moment. So uh, it'll be fun, but I definitely have chills for sure. Like when you, when you look at it, like, are you recruiting guys? Were you early on in the process where you were like, Hey, like come play Davide, for example, like, were you one of those guys helping Andrew, like reach out to all these guys? Or was that just like, Hey, Andrew, let me know who I'm going to play with. I'm trying to enjoy my off season a little bit before I get <laughs> ramped back up. Well, so Andrew and Clark, uh, Clark Lambert is also a big part of it. Uh, my roommate in college, they both called me and I was, I was ready to really, you know, see, they brought it to me first and like, Hey, we don't have any players, but we're trying to sign these guys. And when they did the national championship team, most of those guys, I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah. for sure. Like I'm for sure joining just the, I just wanted to get a chance to play with those guys. I mean, obviously you're a fan. Uh, I was a fan of them watching. And uh, I mean, even Jerry Cover kind of helps out on the, in our practices. He's not playing, but he's working out with us and things like that. So that's just to play with those guys is special. So I was a little bit a part of it for sure. What were you, uh, we're backtracking a little bit, not TBT related. What were you doing when Texas Tech was making that Final Four run? Obviously, you're playing overseas, but, like, what was that like trying to keep up with it? Because it's a drastic time change, right? Like, yeah. how many hours was it? Like, six, eight. seven hours? Oh, my eight God. Eight hours. So, that's that's a good question, actually. So, I, um, it was a national championship game. And in Europe, I was playing a team that wasn't really good. So, I asked my PM. I said, listen, <laughs> I know we're going to win this game for sure. So allow me to, you know, make a quick trip to the championship game and I'll fly right back. I'll miss the game, but uh, I'll miss the European game just to watch the NCAA. And he thought about it for a second. But, uh, man, stand up, it was 4 a.m. Uh, during my time in Europe, and it was 8 p.m. And yeah. oh, I forgot where they played. So the eight-hour difference is, I mean, I had an alarm at 4 at 3.30. Woke up and watched it, and man, I didn't. I couldn't go to sleep that whole entire day. The next day, for sure. No, no caffeine needed whatsoever at that point. Yeah, you're just running sure. on adrenaline. I'm running on straight adrenaline, excited. So it was, it was a great opportunity just to watch these guys and be in that environment for sure. Yeah, that's like legitimately one of my favorite memories. I was there in Minnesota, and that was like the first time where I actually felt like. Like in this business, I was actually something, even though obviously yeah. none of us really are. We're just asking questions <laughs> and whatnot. But I was just like, man, this is pretty sick, you know? Um, yes. And then yes. my favorite my favorite thing to say about it, too, is, I mean, you played in the tournament before. So you see mm -hmm. behind the scenes and everything like that. And you saw, I'm sure, like the black curtains cutting off the stuff out there yep. where y'all were in. I believe it was Greensboro, right? The year you guys went? Uh, Raleigh, North Carolina. I Raleigh, think it was Raleigh, Raleigh North Raleigh. Carolina. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I couldn't remember if it was Greensboro or Raleigh. I couldn't remember. That's right. Y'all yeah. played where the Hurricanes played. Um, right, right. Like, I remember, like, just funny details you get in, like, the notes. And they said that the NCAA spent $1.2 million on curtains. <laughs> and I was like, I, I don't know. I always like to bring that up just to, like, get people's yeah. reaction. Because when I heard it, I was like, that's – ridiculous yeah that is unbelievable but it makes sense it makes sense apparently because sure. they own their own color of black i didn't know that either um they own a color of black yeah it's crazy man um we wow. digressed hard there that's on me for taking us off the rails i'll, I'll take that l um 
<laughs> when you come back though, right? Like in TBT and you, you're practicing with these guys and everything. I, we've seen the pictures, you know, y'all hanging out with Culver. I'm not sure what house that's at, but it doesn't really matter. Uh, but y'all are all hanging out together and everything. What's it like being back around? I believe it was Chris level. I don't want to get his stat mm-hmm. wrong, but he was the one that tweeted out that said there were nine different, like quote unquote generations yeah. of Texas Tech basketball affiliated with this team. What's it like kind of being almost in like a melting pot of Texas Tech men's basketball history all at one time? Man, I think, I think to be honest, so uh, taking it a step back, like when we all got in the gym today, we were all just looking at each other like they had a highlight of each player. Uh, we, That's so we, we, we met the, the Texas Tech team met us today, so they had a highlight to remind those guys of these are the alumni, this is where they came from. So they had a like three clips of a highlight of each player, and it just had the years. And like, for example, Kyler Edwards, he was playing what 2018 or something like that. Then they went back to John Roberson in the difference of the TV, like the pixel. And the quality. No H, the quality was terrible. We were like, oh, he's old, you know? So it's just, man, it was great to see, uh, I mean, just a great generation mixing it up. Uh, it's special. It's special to be in one, under one roof at one time. So we love it. Yeah, man, that's the, that's the thing, too, that I think is super cool. Like, and you hear about it with football, because obviously I talked to Lyle a lot doing the podcast with him about mm-hmm. how, Joey McGuire has kind of made it a point of emphasis that, yeah, your eligibility is run out, but you'll always be a part of this program, right? Yes. And that's yeah. super cool to hear that Grant McCaslin's doing that. And like they mm-hmm. literally put clips together of you guys. By the way, I will say it, Todrick, maybe we end the interview here because you get upset with me. <laughs> but you traveled against Oklahoma to end the game, right? I travel. I, I call okay. it Okay, travel. okay, okay. Absolutely. I'm I'm not mad that they didn't call it, but I mean, I'm just saying. I think if they would have called it, we would have lost, to be honest, because uh, there was like one, yeah, 1.2 left. Anything can happen off the glass. So uh, it was, yeah. You you couldn't call that, though. What if you look at the, we looked at the clip after I traveled, Mm -hmm. obviously, the refs, they saw the storm. So we got to thank the students. Cause they saw us rush the floor and the refs ran out so fast. So they saved us from that call. So that's what we, that's one of my favorite clips. Like, it, yes. like honestly for me, like it's right up there with like that Keenan shot against UT, obviously JC and that shot mm-hmm. up in the final four against Michigan state, but you yeah. literally running from one corner of the, <laughs> the other. I, I don't even know if you dribbled once. I don't I care that you didn't dribble. I really don't, right. and I don't think anybody else does. It's just always funny. Me and my buddies like that all go to tech. I'm in this group chat, and I told them I was interviewing you today, and uh-huh. they all told me like, "Ask Todrick if he traveled." And I was oh, like, "Gonna say yes. Gonna say yeah. yes. He's an honest guy, but like, who cares if he did? Like, they didn't come. Yeah, you yeah. gonna go back to 2016 and replay that 1.3? Like, what are we doing here? You know? <laughs> You're right. Right. So no, that was. Man, I'm glad they didn't call it, though. So that was amazing. Man, that was that was the first time, I think, as a student. I don't know for you. Like, correct me if I'm wrong. Was that the first time you played in front of a sellout at Tech? That wasn't a Kansas uh-huh. game. Let me rephrase that. If it wasn't a Kansas game. 
So we sold out Oklahoma State when Marcus Smart. That's right. Oh, the that, Marcus incident. I forgot that, about that, that game. That's the first sold out game I've ever played. And man, it couldn't have panned out any better, to be honest. Like, yeah. We stormed that incident. Like, that was just a great. I've never seen tech so loud. So that's my first one for sure. If you would have only known how many sellouts were coming after. Man. Like, yeah. like what you – I mean, hey, he's on the team now, Jordan. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. like – I mean, and then you got Jay as well. Like, what y'all were, like, slowly building, and then yeah. you get a guy like Tubby. We'll talk about him a little bit later too. Yeah. I mean, just changing of a who would have thought kind of deal. Um, right. I have digressed you seven times during the thir- first 13 minutes, but that's just kind of oh, what kidding. I do. Uh, but – I want to get like your overall thoughts on this TBT squad, right? Like, again, I, I, I think obviously you know this better than anybody. Texas Tech, Red Raider Nation, they embrace everything that is Texas Tech, regardless of the sport. I mean, shoot, you see meat judging trending on Twitter sometimes, for goodness sake, right? But now you get to have TBT in Lubbock, right? Like, what does that mean to you? But also just like from the perspective of like what can we expect as well um, mm-hmm. from the squad that y'all have coming together? Because again, nine generations, quote unquote, of Red Raiders affiliated with it. Right. Man, that was so I expect nothing but great times loud. They said they, they sold out the lower bowl of the the arena, Crazy. which is unbelievable. That's around ten thousand fans or so. So I think it's gonna be I mean, Syracuse, which they have 6,000. They only have 6,000 fans that come. So for us to surpass that um, is unbelievable. So what to expect from this team, man, is just I think we're going to play hard. We're full of pros. Everyone is a pro. Everyone knows how to play basketball. You got the mastermind, Matt Mooney at the point guard with John Roberson. I call him the super vet because he's a little older than me. they, they, those two just know how to run the team. You have guys that can shoot it. Uh, Parker Hicks, which a lot of people don't even know, he's uh, he went from Tech to LCU and became a two-time All-American. I mean, he can play. He can light it up. Um, and you got the athletes, Tyreek, Zach, Tobert, Dayon Kravitz. Like, we just have a roster full of players that can know how to play basketball. So, I'm, I'm really excited, and it'll be – It'll be loud. I know Wednesday. Yeah, no. Let, let, let the people know about Parker Hicks. Uh, that's uh, what is that? Lo- Lubbock Cooper Liberty now, right? Head yeah. coach. Yeah. There you go. So he, man, he's he's a Lubbock local now for sure. So he's uh, he's loving it, and went from a coach back to a player. And then after TBC, he'll go back right to a coach. So uh, he loves it though. He's excited. I remember Parker Hicks giving me nonstop buckets at the wreck <laughs> one day. Um, I, I don't feel bad about it. I mean, it's Parker Hicks. Yeah. He's yeah. electric, right? But I had no idea who he was at that point. I think he was like a freshman coming in. Yeah. And he comes in with all of his buddies, and we're like, oh, cool, they got a tall guy. Yeah. I, I didn't see the court but for five minutes, Todrick, that day. You know how the court runs. You know, oh, yeah. If you get skunked, you're out. Yeah. You might yeah, especially on court C on court yeah. C that's big time. That's the Mecca. 
right the there. <laughs> yeah, I had to go over by the indoor soccer court on court A where they put the jabronis like myself just to even <laughs> see the court. Man, it was yeah. rough. Man, and, yeah. and then I remember uh, I don't, it was uh, Devin Thomas came in one day with Zach Smith, and I got to run with them. I don't know why they decided to pick me. Um, I'm just not a conditioned athlete like that, Todrick. I get winded walking to the fridge sometimes. Yep. So, yeah, 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 you know. So, I, oh. hey, good times, man. Good times. For sure, right. absolutely. Yeah, I, that's insane, though, that they're expecting lower. But I bet you you get around 12,000 people there because there'll be some walk-ups, too. Well, if I feel like if we win and the Texas team wins that second game, so, man, yeah, that's what I'm like. We might be a sellout, but we'll see. We'll see. All right, man. I want to do some rapid fire questions just around the TBT squad because I know you know some of these guys. You played with mm-hmm. some of them. Um, obviously, Jordan Tolbert. We won't talk about the whole SMU part of his career. It was an understandable, you know, transfer, yeah. but we won't yep. talk about it. We'll forgive the guy for this one. <laughs> um, so I got five questions. Quick is the first person that comes to your mind. Right. No hesitation. I'm not trying to get you canceled or anything with the team, but honestly, yeah, it's the greatest good. policy. Here we go. Most likely to take the ox in the locker room. Zach Smith. What's he playing? First song. Some, you can say to it honest, too. Some hippie. I don't know, man. This dude just loves some hippie music. He, he's slow. He might play Bob Marley. <laughs> like, Seriously. Nothing like Bob Marley to get you hyped before you play in the yeah. TBT, right? That Nothing like it. Okay. Who is the funniest person on the team? Tyler Edwards. He's just a jokester and he keeps us all rolling. So he's great smile and keeps us all electric. Instant bucket. Instant bucket, Tyler yeah. Edwards, right there. Um, who's the worst dressed? Come on. I might have to go park the head. Mm. He's such a such a coach, you know. He, yeah, you know, he, got, I get he it. got the coach look, so you know. I get it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. My friends say that I have the youth pastor look, so I completely understand. <laughs> um, I get it. You know, I really do. Um, I yeah. think it's just a hair thing, Todrick. If I'm being honest about it, I mean, I get it. Um, but yeah. it, it does hurt my feelings a little bit. So I'm right there <laughs> with you, Parker. I understand. All right, who who's the best dressed? Owens, Tyreek Owens. He comes in and fly every day, so he's the best. You think it's because he's just like seven foot and it makes the clothes look better? I think so, man. He'll throw on something and it's like, okay, I can see how you put it together. So, yeah, Yeah. probably. probably. Yeah, I mean, you're 6'4". I mean, you're taller than literally 98% of the population or something. I don't know. I'm not a mathematician. Don't hold me to that number, please, people. (laughs) Um, But you're taller than a lot of people, and it's like, all right, you're going to pull some stuff off. You're going to look good. So I can only imagine if you stretch somebody out just a little bit more. Exactly. Yeah. He, he knows how to, he knows what he's doing for sure. I do think it gets a little bit awkward though. When you get to like Victor Wimbanyama size. Oh, that's very awkward. I don't know if he's wearing jean pants or jean yes. shorts. Like when he, so he, his shirts are forever long. So yes, I'm right there. Oh, and we got a visitor. I love that right there. Yeah, he, he came to say hello. <laughs> there you go. I love it. I love it. Uh, yeah, you were out in Vegas, by the way, right? Yes, I was there watching uh, everybody. So I, I really enjoyed my time in Vegas for sure. Where, where'd you stay? 
So I stayed at the Encore, which is kind of. I got you. Yeah, yeah, I got you. It's it's too uppity for me, honestly. But it was it was fun. It was fun. I yeah, I went out there for the bachelor party during the first week. We went to go see Victor's first game when he was. Yeah. And we got to make jokes, <laughs> yeah. and then he was really good the second game. Um, right. right. But we stayed at Planet Hollywood, and I was like, okay. man, this is – it's like the perfect amount of vac- – you were out there a lot longer than I was because you were out there yeah. for like eight days, right? Five days, which is way Gee, too that's long. Too, that's too many days. That's, that's too many too. days. Of, three max. Yeah. Thank you. That's what I was about to ask. What's that sweet yeah. spot? I think it's three. three. I think you can make it four if you leave yeah. on the fourth day. Right, right, yeah. But yeah. three max. But like – one of my buddies, he was like, I could live out here. And I'm like, no, no, you can't. <laughs> no, 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 you can't. Like, no, you can't. No, like, no. I thought the same thing the first time I went out there. And now I've been back for work. And then obviously the bachelor party about this is my third time in less than a year. Oh, and I was wow. like, I, I, this is too much for me. I need to see some water um, yeah. and not yeah. the Bellagio fountains either. I got to see some real water. Exactly. Um, but yeah, man. Okay. And again, Parker, I'm with you on the dressed attire, man. I get it. Full transparency, my fiance gets a lot of my clothes for me. I just, I don't know how to really, I don't have any fashion sense. That's marriage. That's marriage right there. I don't have any fashion sense whatsoever. Um, It's okay. (laughs) Yeah, I I could have worse things, so that's fine. Um, I want to transition, though. You've been around the team a little bit. Obviously, you're there in Lubbock. Mm-hmm. You had to go to the Womble. You talked earlier. Uh, just said you got to meet the team, and you got to see some of your highlights around him. What's your thoughts on Grant McCaslin? Right? Like, obviously, you've only met him a couple times and everything, but not trying mm-hmm. to read a book by its cover. But what are your initial thoughts of him, and what do you think he could potentially uh, do for Texas Tech? So, I've actually known Mr. Grant McCaslin for a while. Uh, I was getting oh. recruited by Baylor. Um during high school in 2011 through 2016, he was at Baylor. My father yeah. went to Baylor. So I've known those guys, him, Jerome Payne, all the uh, – Drew Scott forever. So um, I've always had a great impression on him. Uh, I knew he will be a head coach one day. And there was like maybe three, four weeks ago, uh, I came in to do a press conference for TBT, and Mr. Grant was there. So I haven't saw him since. 2016, when we played against them, he recognized me immediately, met the team, they shook my hand, and he asked me to speak to the team, and I was like, oh, man, he so he's a he's a great hire for us, and he'll change this program where we need to get back to where we need to be, so I'm very excited. Um, he, he, he'll do the job, for sure. Talk about, like, when you're around the team, right? Like, obviously, putting on the spot in terms of like having to make a speech. That's interesting. Um, but like mm-hmm. also, Hey, it's to be expected, right. At the same time, right. like, <laughs> when you, when you're around those guys in a limited time, like what's the kind of, I don't know, this feels so social media questiony, but what kind of vibes <laughs> do you get, you know, around right. the program right now? Cause like, I mean, you've been through it in terms of yeah. like, you've had a new coach come in during your career. Like, you yep. know what that's like, obviously a vastly different situation, um, in terms of the reasonings they left, but like what kind of vibes, I guess, do you get from this current program and what they're going through right now in terms of that transition into the McCaslin era? Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like it's a lot of excitement around it. Um, I mean, as soon as you enter the Wumble, 
you hear the guys yelling, you know, screaming, and it's just stretching. They're just stretching, going, pull, like, pulling their quads, and they're ah, yelling here and there. And I'm like, man, where am I at a game? Or But it's just <laughs> the beginning of practice. So it's, uh, I mean, it's fantastic that everyone excited. The donors, uh, we went to a donor event um, two, two nights ago for dinner and uh, hanging out with the TBT guys. But every donor is excited. They're ready. They're ready to – they're at practices the same like I was at Tech. So um, it should be great year. Um, I think, I think obviously, it's going to be some growing pains at the beginning, but that's every team that gets a new coach. It's not going to be fast. So, uh, but I'm, we're, we're excited. They're excited, and I love it. What's that process like? Obviously, again, we prefaced it before I asked you that last situation, but what's it like as a player? transitioning from a guy that probably didn't recruit you. Obviously, it's a little different uh, for some of these guys. They did get recruited with the portal and everything. Right. Uh, Bobby Castle and crew. But, like, for the mainstays, so, like, the Pops and, you know, Lamars and those guys, like, what's it potentially like going in from one year having a coach that recruited you to mm-hmm. the next year? It's like, hey, I have to build, like, a whole brand-new relationship potentially with somebody that – Maybe they recruited you a little bit before you got to right. inevitably went to Texas Tech. But what's it like actually like developing those relationships almost on the fly? Because, I mean, you know better than anybody, college basketball, it's 365 days a year now. Right, man. So I went through it three times, uh, three <laughs> times during my career. I committed under Pat Knight. I, Pat Knight and Chris Beard are the reason I came to Tech during – uh, I was a senior, then they got fired, then Billy Gillespie, then Chris Walker, then Tubby came. So uh, I've experienced it as a player three times in my career. And now you have to, you know, kind of – you have to show yourself. You have to pretty much reinvent yourself uh, to new coaches. They don't know much about you. They'll watch film, but that doesn't give the whole story. So uh, it's a learning process. Uh, it's, it's it's very hard. I I really appreciate guys that actually stay under new coaches because it's very hard. And nowadays, everyone just goes to the portal and get transfer out when a new coach comes. So um, it's really hard on guys at the beginning. And you start asking the AD, asking donors, like, hey, who are we? What's going What's going to happen next? So, so I appreciate those guys that stay for sure. Are you a fan of the portal at all? I hate the portal. Yes and no, portal. probably. Oh, you hate I, it? Okay. I, I, I hate the I hate the portal okay. because you don't see four year guys anymore. Um, yeah. Me, Norris, Keenan, Clark. We talked about it last night, actually, where the alumni base for Tech basketball players it stopped from you know uh, 2018 when Keenan, Norris, Zach, because now we're in the portal, we're getting new guys every year. So the alumni is kind of like it's hard to connect. Like when I go back. Uh, in the past, I was going back to Norris. I was going back to Zach, where those guys play with me. So now it's like I have to introduce myself to a new group of guys every year, which is weird. But uh, it is, it's a business, so we understand it. I think – I'm trying to think because I hadn't thought about that from, like, the player's perspective because you get to go in there, you get to interact with them a little bit more. Right. I think, like – I might be wrong. Somebody call me out in the comments if I am. But I think Lawrence is or Norrence is the last four or five year player that Texas Tech has had. He's the last one. I think yeah, I could he, be, I, I think that's right. 
that he's the last one. I mean, yeah. he's the one that he's the one that brought it up. Like everyone else are one or two year guys, and they get out or something doesn't go their way, and they transfer. So he's the. I think he's the last one. You may be right. That's. That's crazy. And that was literally just, it seems like a lifetime ago, but that was just right. legitimately four seasons ago. Exactly. Exactly. It's crazy wow. how that works out. All right. I want to have some fun. Rapid fire. This is yeah. about you, not about okay. TBT, strictly you. All right. You played overseas. You mm-hmm. played in America. Where's the best place you've ever played basketball? And you cannot say Garland, Texas. Okay. Istanbul, Turkey. <laughs> Yeah, Istanbul. Okay, Istanbul, Turkey is the best place I've ever played basketball. They're in Paris. I'll give Paris a chance too, but Istanbul is amazing, amazing. In Paris, I give Paris. I give. Let me tell you the difference between Istanbul. They play high IQ basketball, meaning like the guys like Luka, Jokic. That's how they play basketball over there. So it's not about athleticism. It's about how to get the ball in the basket with a back cut, a, a swing, an extra pass. Now in Paris, you see all these guys getting drafted, but they're all just athletic and can't really shoot. So I give that brand of basketball the most athletic I've ever seen, other than college. So because the Frenchies, they can jump out of the gym. Like they they really can get up and down the floor. It's just almost NBA like. So. Yeah, you got what? Two. You got Victor in the top ten, and then you got that other kid from. Uh, oh, he ended up in Washington, I guess, on a draft night trade, right. huh? With Indiana right. um, and Jerry so, Walker. I, I'm not even going to try and pronounce his name, to be honest. Yeah, I don't even. Know. But so <laughs> Killian Hayes, I don't know if you know Detroit Pistons point. Yep. Yep. So I, I played in France in 2017. He was 15 years old. And he he was our starting point guard at 15 years old, and he's the best 15 year old. I, like I was battling him in practice, like he was a grown man, <laughs> because he was that good. So, how I does that work? Like, does he still go to school? No. So in France, they have a academy, like a basketball. Yeah, academy. yeah, yeah. So it's strict. That's why they become they become pros at the age of eight, like eight or nine years old, where no school, basketball all day. That's why they're so ahead of. A little bit of us, as far as basketball IQ and things like that. Hey, shout out to Luca, man. He brings me so much happiness. Um, please don't, leave, please don't leave Luca. Um, right, please, yeah. please, yeah, please, <laughs> please don't leave. All right, cats or dogs? Dogs. What kind of dog? Boxer. Oh, spicy. Yes. Why man, boxer? They're good around kids and they're active and they have tons of energy no matter the age. So I love okay. boxers. I like it. And you said you got one now? Yes, we have one. So he's amazing. Amazing. There you go. I have a, a husky and a wiener dog. It's a hell of a combination, but here Oh, nice. That's it. Yeah. Mix. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's uh it'll it'll throw you off if you see it in person, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> You're like, what is that little chicken nugget? That's what I call her. Like, I love she's just it. scooting down the street and then you see a husky that all he wants to do is jump into your arms. It's an interesting yeah. combination. I That's love for it. sure. I love it. All right. I'm going to do a throwback question now here. All right. You and I are kind of the close to the same age. We grew up around the same place. You're from Garland. I'm from Irving. Mm-hmm. So we're yep. same here in terms of the DFW kids. Disney or Nickelodeon? Ooh, I'm going to go 
Nickelodeon. You're coming home. You're coming home from fifth grade, Dodger. Whatever year yeah. that is, that was what? 2003, 2004? Yeah, it's around. Yeah. In that range? Mm-hmm. You get the remote. You're the first one home. You get to decide what goes on the TV. You going to channel 42 or you going to channel 44? Disney, Nickelodeon. Which one are you going? I would, see, I'm going to throw you off right here. I was a Cartoon Network type of guy. Oh. Tom, and Jerry, Tom and Jerry was my. I still watch it today. Tom Big Ed and Eddie guy? Ed, Ed, and Eddie. I was a Cartoon Network type of guy. Wow. I think it was you went 67. Channel 60. Yeah. See, oh, I yours was 60. Okay. Okay. Ours was 60. So big Cartoon Network guy. Yeah. What about you? I didn't, I, I didn't you? account what for it? that. I, I didn't what? account for that. <laughs> what were you, though? I'm not going to lie. I, I switched up. People call me a poser on this front. Um, <laughs> definitely a Disney kid when I was younger. Like, I'm talking okay. like, you know, elementary. Um, yeah. Shout out to early Miley. If you know, you know. Um, (laughs) And then when we get into middle school, you know, Zoe 101, I don't want to say she ruined my childhood when that show ended, but damn near did. Um, Yeah. And then Ned, Steve Classified or Declassified School Survival Guide, that show. Um, I kind of want to say I was both, but I'm going to take the cop out answer. If it's a TV show, I'm taking Nickelodeon. If it's a movie... Disney yeah, that makes sense. They had those original movies. Yeah, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Okay, that are, makes sense. Are you on the High School Musical train? No, I was, was a, a little bit. I, I watched okay. one and two, then that was it. Okay. I, I just yeah. hopped off. Yeah, we were. We got too old when three came around. I think they made yeah. too many anyway. To be yeah, honest, they made way too many. So it's like uh, <laughs> it's like Fast and Furious at this point. Like we get it. You're fast and you're furious. We don't need it to be all about family for 17 years, bro. Like, yeah, let's move on, Vin Diesel. Let's do something else gotta, here. There is something else to be done. So, yeah, I, I, absolutely. I will tell you, I was jealous when they were Tokyo drifting, though, Todrick. I'll be honest with you, 100%. That looks like a lot of fun, except I'm not drifting. I'm just going right into a building. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, LeBron or MJ? LeBron. Thank you. I don't need to say anything else. I'm going right. to the same page here. Um, I, I told you I'd bring him up. I you you can't say the motorcycle story, but what is the best Tubby Smith story you have? Because I remember the motorcycle <laughs> event that was fantastic. Um, was. Unless you have like just a little quick like something he said to you guys afterwards. But what's your favorite Tubby Smith story? Because he doesn't favorite, get enough credit, in my opinion, for what he did for Texas Tech basketball. I, I agree too. I agree with that. Uh, Tubby Smith. Uh, my favorite story is we had practice that. Usually we practice at four o'clock every day, but one day he was like, Hey, let's practice at 12. And everybody was like, What? Like, why are we practicing at 12? So he he came into the huddles, like, Hey guys, we're going to get in and out today. Um, you know, I have a tea time at. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I love <laughs> we were like, it. We were like, That's why you're shortening the practice. So he was like, So I have a tea time at two. And, you know, he, he was an older guy, so he needed practice before he had the tee time. So we're doing we're doing shooting 30 minutes. So, all right, guys, come in. We're like, no way. All right, guys, Texas Tech on three. We're like, oh, he's the best ever. So 30 minutes, <laughs> he went at 1230, golf, invited me, invited me. So I golfed with him at the Rawls, and I was like, oh, I could do this. 
I mean, I was a senior. Like, he only allowed the senior to yeah. be up there. So, that's probably – no one hears that story, but he was that type of guy. Like, he – if he loves his players, he'll invite you anywhere. So, he doesn't get enough credit, I agree, so, for sure. What did he shoot that day? Do you remember? I don't know because I was so mad at myself oh. that I was trying so to find my ball. High. Yeah, okay. I was trying to find my balls, and he yeah. was at the – he was already at the green, so – probably shot up very low under yeah. 80 or below for sure so what's what where are you shooting on a regular basis now nowadays about, not back then not back then. now 86 87 okay I'm we're on the same still, here yeah i'm not i'm not a pro but i'm not i can find my i can i'm not losing 10 balls every time i go now so Thank i'm you. i'm that's improvement that's my mindset if i go in I always go in now with two sleeves of balls. I will yeah. leave with at least one of those balls. I promise. Yeah. I will leave with one. Yeah. I may lose the other five, but I promise right. you I'm coming back with one. That's I'm coming back about. with this one. Yeah. Yeah. I went the other day. I shouldn't say the other day. It was like last month. So anyway, uh-huh. um, I cannot hit a drive to save my life anymore. And that was yeah. my whole game. Like I would hit bombs. So quick like side note here. I got my clubs in college because mm-hmm. you know where the Scarlet is? The apartment's right behind the Overton, the student yep. living right there. Yep. So I mm-hmm. live there and I guess our next door neighbor was like a drug dealer or something. We're about to get uh-huh. really dark here. Um, oh, yeah. And, and so he got arrested for basically dealing drugs out of there and they were throwing of all of his stuff out. Uh-huh. I'm walking home from psychology class one day. And I noticed him, and I just simply asked the cop. I was like, hey, can I have these golf clubs? And he was like, I didn't see you take them. Oh, man. with golf clubs. And I was like, all right, cool. And uh, I'm I'm like 95% confident, Todrick, that the the driver's loaded. It's loaded. Because a guy like me should not be hitting 320. It shouldn't be. And I'm hitting 320, bro. Like, I hit a straight – I'm hitting yeah, 320. Now, the problem is if I hit it left or right, it's going maybe 50. Um, but, hey, that's my uh, cool college story from how I got that's my golf amazing. course. Still have them that's to this amazing. day. Probably the last summer, though, um, with those things. Those things are, <laughs> man, bad memories, I guess, for well, that guy anyway. Great <laughs> memories for me. Um, right, right. <laughs> I told you I'd ask you this. and you, you uh, Full transparency. You were quick with it. You answered right away. You know what question I'm about to ask. Who's the better athlete, you or your wife? Oh, I got to give it to my wife, unfortunately. <laughs> um, I mean, she ran the 800. She ran cross country. And she still runs today. Like, she hasn't lost it. So, once it's her, for sure. I mean, I can't. I can't even argue. Like, there's no, like, but yeah. I can make a basket better. Well, she does it all. She plays basketball. She plays softball. Like, she does everything. And I just play basketball. So, I have to give it to her. Yeah, I just play basketball at a professional level. Just play basketball. And that's hey. what it is, I guess. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I will say this. Those are some hella good genes for the kiddos. That's all I'm going to say. Athletic. Yeah, uh, we have two kids now. And yeah. Uh, one's in gymnastics, and my one-year-old is already dunking. So I'm, I don't care about the girl playing basketball, but my son, I'm trying to, you know, 
I'm not guiding him, but I'm pushing him the ball like, hey. <laughs> so Hey, yeah, yeah. Put this through the hoop real quick. And uh, <laughs> you want an Oreo, I'll get you one. That right, kind of thing. exactly. I'm down yeah, for it. Sure. Hey, positive sure. reinforcement. It's a thing. Oh, yeah. um, I works. like it. It works. Um, what is your hidden talent? Outside of basketball, that's not hidden or anything. Nothing basketball related. Your mm-hmm. hidden talent. Like, people would be surprised, like, you do that well. I know how to juggle really well. Are we talking uh, like scarves? Are we talking like actual like objects like, that have some weight to them? Object with weight, I can I can okay. juggle. You can maybe throw a little fire on them. I think I can still get them. Oh, there. but yeah, I, I self taught by the way too. I, I was just in college. You know, you're doing random so you got grab some socks. How do people do this? So I that's how I taught myself how to juggle with some socks, and now I do it for my kids all the time. They think I'm a clown, so that's. That's what I can do. Man, it must be really cool just to be able to like teach yourself stuff like that, like at a Man. at a quick level. Because yes. the only thing I'm good at, and I'm barely good at it, is plugging in a microphone to a computer. Um, <laughs> but it, it is what it is. Hey, hey, it works. It works. It, it pays the bills. It pays the yeah. bills. You know, um, for sure. Wait, how many things can you juggle? Are we talking like because you know how some people can do like three, five, seven? Are you just strictly three, or can you go up to five? I can go up to five, but it's not pretty. It's like has, it I'm do, still are like you still juggling? I'm still juggling, but I'm okay, you know like some guys they do it and they're just in one spot. Me, I might go to the right a little bit. I'm so I'm chasing a little bit, but I can do it. That ain't no problem. That ain't no problem. Oh, yeah, <laughs> not at all. Keep it in the air. That's 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 not a problem at all. That's um, what it's about. All right. Favorite musical artist? Drake, easily. All right, Todrick, I need you to be the voice of reason for me here, please. My fiance can't hear you. I have the AirPods in just so okay. All right. Hold on. Let me peek around the corner real quick. Hold on one second. <laughs> no, she's in the other room. Okay, we're good. We're good. We're good. Should I spend $300 on a ticket for Drake? Oh, absolutely. Quietly, absolutely. yes. Yeah. Yes. Because but I almost did. I- yeah, I don't know if I can get her one because of how my bank account is set up. You know, it takes like three days, and I don't want her to get upset about I, that. See, I almost pulled one of those actually. Yeah, um, yeah. But if you go to Canada, they're a little cheaper. They're like one fifty. But what about the flight to there? Yeah, that might be rough actually. Because I I'm literally like two blocks from where the Mavs play. Oh yeah, so you're it's worth it. I think it'll be worth it. So I went to yeah. three three Drake concerts. I've never said this on air, but I've said this to my friends. I cried at all three. I cried at all three. Fa- favorite Drake song? Oh, let's go Fear. It's called Fear. It's, it's I know. I, I got you. No, I got it. Drake, yeah. Drake Fear is a classic, and it's on repeat. If it comes on, it's, my kids know it. That's how how much I play it. So Best Drake yeah. album. Mm, take care. Thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah, take care. Is unbeaten. This is, I, mean, this is, I think that's this why is, I cried because it was during that era. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, whatever you're going through, I feel it. So for sure. that's high school for us. Yeah, exactly. So I, yeah. Was, I was in the moment for sure. Yeah. No, I I remember the first time I heard like, what's it called? Hell yeah. You know, not yeah. going to say the other yeah. one right. Um, yeah. <laughs> man, yeah, those were the days, man. Those were yeah. where it was like still like acceptable to wear baggy hoodies and those ugly exactly. big frame glasses, you know, that had 
not even glasses lens in them. You know exactly. What I'm about. Yep, um, terrible. Shout out to but LMFAO. Hey. That period of time, <laughs> like, God, that was a that was crazy. So you think Absolutely. I should do it just to get clarification? Absolutely. And okay. I'll tell your wife yeah. it's worth it. So yeah. Well, shit, she may not find out. It's always better to ask for forgiveness on some things. Yeah, for sure. You know, for sure. maybe, maybe. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Um, <laughs> I'm very tempted, though. Uh, very, oh, very yeah. tempted. After, because have you seen? I'm sure. Do you have TikTok or anything like that? I don't, but I, I see no. a lot of those reels. So, did you see him bring out Jay Cole the other night? I didn't. I saw him bring out Jason Tatum, but I didn't see the Jay Cole one yet. Yeah, he was in Montreal and he brought out J. Cole. Because I don't know if you know, 21 is opening for him, right? Yeah. And yeah. 21 can't leave the country because, you know, legal stuff. Yeah. Um, So they had mm. to get another guy to come with him. And he's just been kind of picking different people. In yeah. Different spots. Um, well, J. Cole's not yeah. bad to bring out. That's not a bad Yeah, no, no, not, not <laughs> bad. Just a top five rapper of all time. Yeah. Not bad at all. Not bad at not all. Bad. <laughs> Just the song of the That's summer true. with Little Dirk, in my opinion. No, not bad yeah. at all. Not bad at Man, all. Um, sure. I'm glad we can agree on the Drake aspect of it. I feel like there's a lot of Drake haters. Um, too many for no reason. Yeah. It's just yeah, way too many. Do you do you keep the same energy about Taylor Swift or no? Or indifferent? My wife, my wife does. She's that way. The way I am with Drake, she's that way with Taylor Swift. So I let her have it when it plays. I listen. I don't say a word. I'm I'm nodding my head, and so that's how I go with that. But you're not one of those people that's just like, hey, turn that off as soon as it comes on when it's swift. Absolutely not. I love I love Swift. Like okay. every time she plays, yeah. I'm listening and jamming with it. Like I like I've been so I love it. Yeah, we went to see Taylor Swift here in Dallas in April, oh, and it was um. It was a life-changing experience, if I'm being honest. I didn't know she had wow. it like that, Todrick. Like, I didn't she was, she was moving a little bit, and I was like, damn, I didn't oh. know she had it like that. Yeah, I didn't See, know I she had it like that. Care. Yeah, I, no, I thought she was just kind of like, speaking of Cartoon Network, I thought she was just like the board for Med Ed and Eddie. That's kind of what I thought she was. Yeah, wow. And like, that's... she started moving, and I was like, okay, I see you. Okay. I see you, T-Swift. Yeah. Okay. Um, but no, definitely, uh, I, it's a lot of money. But if you have the opportunity to maybe surprise the misses at one point, hey, maybe with that TBT money, I don't know how much you're getting. Um, that's up to you. I'm not asking about any financials or nothing. But that's, that's a good point. So when I got back from Europe, the first week, we were supposed to go to a Taylor Swift concert in Houston. Where were y'all supposed to go? In, oh, in, at NRG. In okay. Houston, yes. So wow. but we it was too the kids. But we were supposed to go. So I'm kind of mad I didn't go now that you say this. Man. LA's a quick flight. That's true. All right, I'll look into I'm it. Not, I'll look into it. I'm not, I'm not, I, 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 TBT money? Yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just trying to help a fellow Swifty out, it sounds like. That's all I'm trying Man. to do. Uh, Absolutely. Just trying to be that guy. Um, favorite Texas Tech memory that does not involve basketball or proposing to your wife at center court? Okay. Um, I'm going to go way back. Uh, we beat, Football beat West Virginia, and I stormed. Gino, the Gino, Gino game. Smith, man. Yeah, the Gino that game was crazy. So I think that is my favorite memory of all time. And man, I, like Gino, I don't know. He's still in the league, like making. He's money. killing it. I don't, yeah, he's killing. So I'm ha- proud of him as well. But 
that was my favorite memory for sure. Man, I'm legitimately super jealous that you got to storm or I guess rush the field. Yeah, rush the field. Yeah. The only opportunity I had, and sorry, tech fans, for bringing this up, um, was the TCU game, which. Okay. I think it was a year after you graduated. Or were you there? No, no, no. You were there. I was there. there. I was there. Yeah, Yeah, I was there. You were still there. there. Yep. Um, Yeah. Yeah. A piece of me died that night, Todrick. Like, as a Texas Tech fan, like, non-media or whatever aside, like, as a strictly an alumni now, like, yeah, yeah, a piece of me died that night. That that was the back of the end zone catch, right? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. I questioned a lot. I questioned a lot, um, and and to be honest with you, it kind of feels therapeutic talking about it now. I think it's the reason I hate the color purple. <laughs> yeah, probably, yeah. Yeah, sure. I think right. it's probably the reason I hate the color purple. Um, yeah, yeah. Never really thought about it until right now like that, but I guess that's true. <laughs> um, there you go. Well, those are all the questions I have, man. I yeah. really appreciate you hopping on. I know it's a crazy week for you. Um, I wanted to say thank you for hopping on here Man. and everything like that. Cannot wish you more success at the TBT, but even more importantly overseas because you're far from finished um, in terms of your playing career. All right, because you signed a two-year contract with this team, right? You're back there next yeah. year. Are you right? So I'm a free agent now. I signed two years okay. ago. Now in there the you next go. two weeks, in the next two weeks, I could be anywhere. So we will see. That's. That's the fun thing about going to Europe. You can be in any country, but it's like a two-week span for foreigners. So it's, it's a very fun time. I'll be on the phone a lot. Greece. I, you know what? I actually have one more thing before we get out of here, Todd. <laughs> yeah. I, I was mad at you for a second, and it wasn't anything that you did maliciously. Uh-huh. But when you posted pictures of you in Greece with that oh. view reading – I have never been more jealous of somebody through social media in my entire life. <laughs> like I, Man. I was looking at this and I, I promise you, I went back and I looked at the photo at least like 10 times. Cause I was like, this is, this Man. is disgustingly awesome. I, well, I tell people, so I played three years in Greece and that's the reason why it's because everywhere you go, there's a beach, there's a view, there's mountains. There's like, that's why I, I try to encourage everyone to get to Europe, just to experience what they have that sometimes we don't have. Like we don't, we don't have just a beach where you can just go and there's mountains right behind the beach. And I mean, it's just a beautiful place. So that, I I feel like I'm there now that you remind me. I'm, I feel like I'm reading there right now. So, man. Yeah. I really wanted to just throw my phone up against the wall, but that wouldn't be a good financial decision, you know, like <laughs> right, just out of right. sheer jealousy. Um, but yeah, no, I, I had to bring that up because I was going to bring it up earlier, but I'm glad we got to the Europe conversation. Hopefully I get to experience that because that's where we're going on the honeymoon. So hopefully oh, yes, I get sir. to experience that. You got to live there though. So yeah, I'll be there for like a few days, you know, you got to actually that's embrace a- it, but it should be a lot of mm-hmm. fun. It will be, I'm sure. So what's, what's your, before we get out of here, your favorite dish that I should try that's like native to Greece. Okay. So do you eat pork? I gotta ask yeah. this. Yeah. Okay. So there's pork steak, which they're known for their meat. 
pretty much. So yeah. like that. So pork steak, and it has the bone in it too. So that that piece. Every time I go to Greece, that's the first thing I get every time. No matter what, I don't care if it's chicken over here, steak. Give me the pork steak and French fries, and because they're fries. With French fries. Yes, it's nothing like McDonald's. It's homemade. The chef is cutting them in the back. It it's everything is handmade. So the vegetables are good. The Greek salad is good too. So you should get a Greek salad. Oh, I love Greek salad. Yeah. So it's nothing like America, though. It's like fresh, super fresh. The oil is so definitely Greek salad with a pork steak. That's my. That's Man. what I recommend. You said fresh, obviously Lubbock. They've got mm-hmm. the TPT this weekend. All I can think about right now. I don't know if you've been there, but Fun Noodle. Have you been to Fun no, Noodle? No, I have not. Check it out. Where, Maybe a date night with the with the missus. Um, it is off of. We think Marsha Sharp and I'm going to be, I'm going to hedge my bets here. It's either Milwaukee or Indiana. I want to say Indiana, Um, but it's in a little shopping center and they make the noodles in front of you. It's fresh noodles and like get the bow. I don't know if you're a bow guy or not, like a dumpling guy. Okay. Get it. Get it. It's, I think about it probably mm. twice a week, even here in Dallas. <laughs> probably, yeah, tonight. it's at least twice a week. Yeah, okay, I'm, it, I, we may go tonight actually. So it's a good little date spot. Nothing, Thank nothing you. crazy. Definitely. It's not going to break yeah. the bank. Not going to break the Perfect. bank, but it'll fill your stomach. I'll tell you that much. That's, that's what I need. So for sure, there you go. For sure. He is the man, the myth, the legend, Todrick Gocher. Legitimately, one of the nicest people to ever grace the campus of Texas Tech, and he was. <laughs> A damn good basketball player at that, too. You can see Todrick and all of the nine generations of Texas <laughs> Tech men's basketball in the TPT tournament in the 806 at the USA on Wednesday against the Purple Hearts, correct? I got their team name yeah. right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Tip-off is scheduled for 8 on July 19th. Todrick. They can follow you at league me underscore zero, correct? Yes, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Also, that's just a baller ass handle. I, I just mine are my stupid initials, Todrick, and it is what it is. <laughs> man, that's nice. Um, it's nice, man. <laughs> it, it, it's simple, straight to the point. Got too many initials. Throw the birthday in there. We call it a wrap. You know what I mean? That's how it should be. But he's yep. Todrick Gocher. I am RC Maxfield. If you haven't already, be sure to hit that subscribe button to stay in the know and hear more interviews like this right here on the biggest Texas Tech YouTube channel, the Back to 12 podcast channel.